Hey people, welcome back to the Art World Podcast, a show where we break down and adventure into the world of marketing for NFT artists with your host bridging the gap between two generations. One has back pain. The other still has some voice cracks. Reese C. Setter, young gun, wide-eyed media creator. And Steve Bayless, balding father and world-renowned painter and marketer. Without further ado, let's get right into the show. All right, Steve, thanks for sitting down again with me another week, another set of topics. And today we're talking about what even is the metaverse? I, I don't know to me. This, this, this whole world is just whew, right over my bald head. Like I, <laughs> it's streamlined. It's, it's got so much speed. So just a little I show. I thought you could tell me, right? You, you live on this place. I, I, I don't understand it, but I see potential. I, I'm excited. I'm interested. Awesome. So just a quick notes of how this show is going to run down, guys. First, we're going to talk about our rough definitions for the metaverse, how we view it, why it matters for artists, and our predictions for how to market there. So we just like to preface that we are not experts in this space. We are adventuring and learning as much as we can every single day, and we're just excited to share and open up a open dialogue for everyone to talk about it. So I'm just going to kick it off with my little definition I wrote down before the show of what is the metaverse. Uh, and my definition is think of the metaverse as a digital universe in its simplest form. It's just another universe, but digital. A metaverse is a 3D network of visual, of virtual worlds focused on social connection. That's how I see it. Steve, what, what's your opinion? Uh, I see it as real estate. It's just digital real estate and everything that goes along with that. So you have infrastructure, you have commerce, you have community you have engagement you have experiences i think yeah. that's uh, it i've heard people talk about the metaverse as in a specifically real estate mindset and it's it's something that i haven't been able to fully wrap my mind around as someone that's existed within the internet for most of their i guess life it, it just it's like how could you limit it and the limiting of it it just feels kind of counter culture to the internet itself but i guess it, how can it not well think of it this way is the way i picture it is that um you can either be a uh, just a visitor or you can be an owner so just like you can go on holidays or you can live somewhere um as well there's different metaverses so there's like Decentraland, which is on Decentraland, which is on the Ethereum uh, blockchain. So that's one um, country you could say, right, or one continent, or however you want to picture it. And then you have another one, um, like um, um, the Facebook one. Yeah, the Facebook, the Meta one. You also have Sandbox as well, and those are all different players, but they're not connected, so you can't go from one to the other. So you almost have to pick place to live or to mm -hmm. visit what do you what do you mean by that like you can't jump between metaverses f super efficiently well i don't think they're connected in my mind i think they're just their own entire world so mm -hmm. everything is contained there they have their own finance their ah. own DeFi. they have their own um so the nfts basically live on that anything that's that's bought or or, or made on that is on that Blockchain. Okay, I, I don't know if you know fully the answer to this, and if not, we can dig into it later I and get back to the answer. <laughs> but is each metaverse based off a unique blockchain? I don't know if they have to be. They may be. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe that the blockchain supports it, and I think the goal is to have a unified 
um, metaverse that is actually interconnected. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like a couple steps away. We're kind of thinking it's not it's not no. the first phase. It, the first phase is separate metaverses that yes. you kind of go into this one and then this one and then maybe. 20 years, 30 years down the line, maybe we get There's into... Like an API that maybe connects mm-hmm. them all or something. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And Think uh, of it like banks, right? Banks originally, they just lent their money to their customers. And then over time, they, through networks and, and, and trust, they were able to share between banks. I guess that makes a lot of sense. So the metaverse, it's kind of like a new topic that's very forward thinking, but for... I just wanted to speak for a second for, I guess, the younger generation going past, like going back 10, 15 years to, I guess, for a lot of us, what we grew up with, like the early Minecraft public servers, or for all of you guys out there that remember webkins, those were our first experiences into, I guess, the metaverse. And I, I remember it feeling as real as how people project it to be going forward. Like I spent thousands of hours playing in these unique virtual worlds that I was deeply invested in and I had characters and relationships and found but you didn't friendships. own it right and that's the difference is like for example mm-hmm. Decentraland has a DAO so you 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 can own real estate in it or, or you can also mm-hmm. own assets and you can also control the the foundation of it whereas if you were like into um whatever games you're into um they, they were owned by the technology company yeah i guess that is and, they, and they would sell you tokens and you'd buy it and, blah, blah, and mm-hmm. the money all went back to them right so you were just a player in the in their game mm-hmm. now yeah. you're part of the game i guess it's, it's a unique distinction it, it's tough i guess fully wrapping your head around what a metaverse used to be and what it is a kind of evolving into when it is related to web3 and partial ownership stuff that's what i don't understand like does it exist before or was that just called like a virtual reality i would say um, based on the definition i was able to dig up a, a metaverse is just anything that encompasses a digital universe or a collection of digital worlds so i think we were kind of in a metaverse phase one you could say and then moving into metaverse phase two it's kind of growing up it's becoming mature and having actual Mm. different a fully fledged system and uh, at one point i really wanted to dig into because i know our viewers and our listeners are mostly artists like us that really just want to know why it matters for artists why does the metaverse matter for artists well think of it this way is um do you have things on your walls in your house do you have do you wear clothes that you care about or do you all just we all just have you know um, just generic everything. We want to express ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. not just as artists, but as, 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 as everybody, right? And so the, eventually, as we all start to interact in that world, we're going to want things um, to bring with us, to represent us. And also, if you're going to build, think of it this way, a lot of people are going to be building these, these estates and stuff on there. They're going to need things to put on their walls. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they always need stuff to put on your walls. I mean... I'm a prime example of enjoying putting things on my walls. And, uh, but that's just the most basic form of art. I'd like to mm-hmm. look at art now as a lot more interactive, a lot more multidimensional than that. And so as an artist, too, you can host events on there. So imagine if, it, again, I t- we talk about owners, we talk about visitors. So a lot of people that are going to come on to the metaverse are just going to be people 
um, that can't afford hundreds of thousands of dollars of investment. They just want to play the game. And mm-hmm. so all they need is a headset. And so when they show up, they just want to go and have fun. And so maybe today they want to go to like the graffiti corner and, and learn graffiti painting. And so you as an artist could um, sell stuff to them because they're going to have wallets. Um, mm-hmm. But you could also teach them and engage with them. So outside of that, when they get in the real world, they're like, hey, I need to put something on my real wall too. And then they can buy it too. And so it's not just like, we're not like robots. We do live outside of the metaverse too. Mm-hmm. And so this is only, the way I see it is just as one touch point for, for you as an artist or any business. It's just mm-hmm. one touch point as of an omni-channel of, um, uh, you know, yeah, but I, I it, that is true. It's like it's one touch point at the moment, but I, I see it. And I, why does the metaverse matter for artists? Well, think of it this way is, um, do you have things on your walls in your house? Do you have, do you wear clothes that you care about? Or do you all just, we all just have, you know, um, just generic everything. We want to express ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. not just as artists, but as, 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 as everybody, right? And so... The eventually, as we all start to interact in that world, we're going to want things um, to bring with us, to represent us. And also, if you're going to build, think of it this way, a lot of people are going to be building these, these estates and stuff on there. They're going to need things to put on their walls. One is for the really um, confident, you know, um, capital-rich person who can invest in it. And they can build out their own space. And so that's my goal, ultimately, is to have a place where um, other artists can come and I can showcase their art. I can have my own space of art. And I can also provide experiences. Um, we can have workshops. We can, um, we can even um, have um, like events and stuff, all like on a, in this kind of built-up um, three-dimensional architecture. I think that's like... That's my dream. And I think as an artist, like that, who wouldn't want that? You'd have a place in, 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 in history, right? And think of it like Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Right now, you can buy land in Manhattan. Uh, pretty soon, that land is, is going to be in New Jersey, right? And then eventually, it's going to be in like Idaho. And mm-hmm. you know, so think about it, how you can take advantage of a real gold rush of, of an opportunity in, in, in real estate. But just like, Real estate, you know, people might have back in the turn of the century or back, you know, hundreds of years ago before Manhattan became what it is, they might have invested in, you know, Omaha, Nebraska, thinking that's the big hotspot. And then, you mm-hmm. know, so who knows where the, the, the rich hotspots are going to be. But I think if you can if you can find them now, you're going to be laughing years later. Yeah, I agree. I think everyone's kind of agreed that the metaverse is not a crazy idea. It's here to stay. It makes sense. And it won't fail. It's more of a question of which metaverse will be the big one and which metaverses might fall off or kind of not mm-hmm. fully achieve their full thing. So I guess uh, how... And I just want to say there's a second way that I think artists can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And that's exposure through other people's um, places on the metaverse. Like I was saying... My goal would be one day to have one. But as an artist, you can right now probably get a lot of um, wall Mm -hmm. space and exposure space where, um, as any artist knows, it's hard to get into exhibitions, let alone into galleries. And right now, I'm sure there's galleries that are taking art that is way below the quality that, that, that will happen down the road. I think that's a really good point for, I guess, those first adopters, people considering 
looking into it like it's a bare field now and like if you really feel a passion for it there's there's space and a hunger for you to join in and get in there and i guess join the worldwide community around where you can tap in it's no longer just your local spot for artists you can really connect and go anywhere and i wanted to talk a little bit about i guess merch and i guess somewhat of the profitable nature for artists in the metaverse and i think uh I think like we I wanted to talk about just like meta clothing for a bit as someone that is a is a big fashion kind of person myself I I think as artists in the metaverse I think one of the big things that everyone's going to have to change their perspective on is like Steve I like like I consider myself a videographer people would identify you as a painter but I think once you hit the metaverse that all has to go away and it's just you as a creator and I think it's more so you don't just do painting or don't just do videography, but you are a multi multidisciplinary thing that creates experiences, clothing, art, videos. I think you really have to be a master and be able to reproduce in a many factors. Well, you don't have to. I think you can, though. That's the, the mm -hmm. benefit. I, uh, you know, my goal was always to try to find a way to translate like a music festival into my art experiences. And so it's never been able to be done because mm -hmm. there's just no way. And now for the first time I could envision a way of actually doing that. Maybe not the same way as a music festival, but in a way that's so experiential that you walk away going, holy crap, like that was insane. That was just so different than just going to an art gallery and down the road. Mm -hmm, not down the mm -hmm. road because there aren't, there, aren't there aren't art galleries down the road. I guess, yeah, that is one of the point. There aren't art galleries down the road. And if there are, they're maybe not doing things quite your speed. But in the metaverse, everything is always your speed because it's only exactly what you want it to be. Steve, we're running up to our time on this one. Is there any other final points on the metaverse or any questions you had or you wanted to pop out to the world or just anything else you wanted to express about it? I have a million questions. That's <laughs> all I got to say. I got a million questions. I don't even know where to start. All I need is more ETH. More ETH, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we could all use a little more ETH in our lives, couldn't we? Well, I guess, guys, that's just going to, I think that's going to wrap it up for our first episode on the Metaverse. We're going to definitely talk about it further in more unique topics. We'll probably dig into Sandbox, into the Facebook Metaverse, into all our different aspects. We're going to try and find niche people that know more than we do and people that are really doing unique things in the space. But I really just wanted this to serve as a kickoff for anyone that doesn't really even know what the term metaverse might ever mean for you to listen share our share your conversation and maybe go ask someone about it yeah maybe let us know if you want us to go on to the metaverse maybe we can do that one day we can mm -hmm. do an episode where we go th into the metaverse yeah and speaking of our current version of the metaverse, we're just going to move into a few little plugs and we just want to plug our little art world discord, our version, our little slice of the metaverse where you can jump in, connect with us in a digital way, our little digital universe where we're going to be sharing and talking about art tips, connecting one on one, doing live streams. We're really starting it out. And really, the, we're really just building our community from the very bottom at this point. So if you get in there early, we're open and we're re eager to talk. So if you have any questions from either of us, we're Steve's a full-time professional marketer. He's been doing it for 20 years. So imagine you could jump into a Discord and pick someone's brain that would normally cost you a lot of money to do. I, I consider it just a great opportunity. So jump in there. Ask any of us questions. Uh, and Steve, oh, you got some Twitters yeah. you got. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, everybody, at uh, Steve Bayless. Um, and stay up to date with all the news on my art career and also my new NFT project, Rebirth. 
That's it, guys. You got to stay up to date with Steve on Twitter with his art career and rebirth, his hottest new project that's coming off the presses, hopefully this spring. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Art World Podcast, where we break down and talk about marketing for NFT artists, and we will see you in the next one. Have a great night.